Hello and welcome to Stinker Madness, the third Corona. So today, uh, if you haven't been paying attention, we've been doing these uh, special episodes during the week to uh, fill the gap of boredom that we all are experiencing. And hopefully we're filling that gap rather than creating it by the Tulsa tones of my very soothing voice. Um, I just do them so I can look at another human being on the screen, which yeah. is Sam. Sam is nicer to look at than <laughs> dogs, I guess. <laughs> Hi, Sam. Barely. How's Barely life? nicer to look at than dogs. Yeah. How's life in a different county? I think it's about the same as it's just in a different county. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Maybe I thought maybe you guys might have some different weather out there. Maybe some exciting patterns. Maybe some some constellations that that we're not familiar with. Maybe uh, maybe the sun and the moon are actually in different places, and the cats are sleeping with dogs. I think what well, I don't know it was seventy one today. We had a big full moon last night or something like yeah, that. But okay. it was probably the same where yeah, you're at. That's the same where we were at. Damn it! God damn it! Nothing is uh, going tomorrow, right. Tomorrow, uh, because it's going to be seventy one or seventy two again, and we've really kind of powered through a lot of the household stuff. Uh, we're planning on having a beach party in the backyard, Ooh, which is the two of us. Nice. Yeah. You going to have a weenie roast? No, we're going to drink heavy in a kiddie pool. Okay. And I'm going to wear my Bay- Baywatch tank top that you got me for my birthday. Nice. Okay. Um, What about, uh, I'm just thinking of the lyrics of uh, Beach Party Vietnam by the Dead Milkman. Uh, uh, are you going to give uh, Annette a ring? Cause... No, again, with the social distancing, it's just going to be the two of us. Okay. All right. No, However, no cello, huh? I was uh, chatting earlier with my friend in New York, Kat, who's in complete fucking lockdown because he's in New York. Mm-hmm. Um, and and he's, you know, on the island as well. So right. he's not upstate New York. Wait, which one? There's two. Well, Manhattan Island and Long Island are the same island, but they're just different parts, right? I thought Long Island was like north of Jersey. Like. I think Cat lives in Manhattan. I can't remember. I have to ask him. Like if a space squid falls on Manhattan, you're okay if you're in Long Island type thing. I got another buddy in Queens, but either way. Oh, that's a rough place. Queens Queens is fine. The Bronx is is nice. The Bronx is actually cleaned up now. Like everywhere in New York, even Long Island now, because of the property value, it's all pretty cleaned up. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Freaking Giuliani. Freaking Giuliani. God damn it. I hate thinking about him anytime. What the fuck did we just watch, Jackie? That was like, uh, oh, uh, we're going to talk about it later. We were watching Gator, and there's a line in Gator like, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, back back five years ago, it got cleaned up, and Burt Reynolds is like, well, it's shitty again. <laughs> it's like, oh, God damn it. It was shitty until Giuliani, and I hate him. <laughs> yeah, no, it's so weird that, like, during go back to 2001 the man's a fucking hero and he's the first guy that's been able to clean up new york and fucking forever right and now you see him and you're like i would punch you in the face i want to punch you so hard uh let's move on yeah let's move on does anybody have anything they want to say to me today Happy birthday. Yes, it is my birthday. You could have totally drug her along there for a little while. Like, nice face. You 
probably smell like cheese, but I'm not there, so I can't verify. <laughs> I have eaten some cheese today, Sam. Yeah. Yeah. It's, okay, it's your birthday. You got to eat some cheese. Yeah. Great job. And I'm going to have tacos for dinner because we're mm. in lockdown. Yeah. Yeah. Tacos but, are good. Uh, taco is my favorite. Yeah, I was gonna tortellini. I was gonna make her. I was gonna make her chicken alfredo, or not chicken alfredo, shrimp alfredo, and she's like, tacos. <laughs> like, God, really? Fucking day. <laughs> I made shrimp alfredo on Sunday. Nice. Mm. Uh, it tastes pretty good. And there's no sh- new sheriff in town because my mom's is still better. Uh huh. But I got close this time. Really? All right. I got real close. Does right. she not give you her recipes? Oh hell no. It's not. I know how she does it. And I did it like she does it, but there's a level of where I got with it. When you make a reduction sauce from just cream, there's love and care and attention and the right amount of stirring, and I'm getting there. Mm. Mm. Okay, well, enough about you. Let's talk about Jackie's birthday. Jackie, how's your birthday been so far? Well, let's see. Today I cleaned the toilet. Mm -hmm. That was a nice gift to Uh, yourself. Yeah, did the dishes. I worked. Um, I went to the liquor store and bought myself a giant bottle of Kraken because I was just going to get fucking wasted. Mm-hmm. Then I opened the car door and it fell out and busted on the cement. That fucking sucks. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, I'm not going back out. Nope. I am fucking pissed. So was, then how, the- I had to go and spray the garage clean and pick up all the fucking glass. And then, but I will say, let's let's focus on some positives here. <laughs> I slept. Not the broken eggs. Yeah, I slept in past the time I was supposed to be at work. Which was like Hee-hee. 8, 10. Yeah, 8, 10. <laughs> and then I spent an extra seven minutes after that. So I didn't get to work until like 8, 20. Mm-hmm. But I uh, I spent seven minutes snuggling dogs. Nice. And then I got up and Justin had some presents for me. I got a she blanket, which kind of looks more like a beach towel. Yeah, it's not. Where she is on uh, Swift Wind. And then I got a sweet new cross-stitching pattern because <laughs> I'm old and right. I need cross-stitch. Yeah, we've covered that in uh, Corona so too. Yeah, and uh, then Justin made me uh, my favorite breakfast, which is eggs that are sunny side up, turkey bacon, and toast with a whole shitload of butter. Well, I wouldn't say the turkey bacon is your favorite breakfast, but it's well, well I really it's what like, you're going to eat because I really like old. Yeah, and I really like sausage links more than anything. With syrup. I was going to say, I thought your uh, favorite breakfast was huevos el dudos stolonos. <laughs> <laughs> I do like to gobble, but, you know, there wasn't, it, we're in coronavirus now, so I can't do that. But I, it, overall, it's been a pretty good day. Um, you know, it's it's very lonely not having your friends and family uh, surround you and, you know, be able to share a cake and yeah, no cake. and some drinks right. and, um, you know, just celebrate life in general. And um, that's been kind of hard for me today, but I, I've reached out via text message and uh, I called a couple of places or, or, okay, I called the pharmacy. Yeah, we'll probably call your, <laughs> like, yeah, you called the pharmacy. I called the pharmacy. We'll probably call your folks after this episode via the Amazon Alexa that barely works. We've got one of those screen jobbers, the Echo 8 or whatever. And, like, we have a, oh, now I've I've said Alexa and Echo, so now she's talking to me. Thank uh, you. You have a pizza on the way. We're good. So you know. yeah, right. yeah, no, the pizza's <laughs> on the way. What? You've ordered 72 pizzas from Pizza Hut. Oh, God, no. no. The last time we ordered Pizza Hut, I was super drunk. And 
I was like, oh, yeah, stuffed crust pizza. Mm-mm-mm. And then Justin was like, you can't eat that. And I'm like, why not? And he was like, look at it. And it was completely raw There's a there's on a, the bottom. And there, so was everything else that we ordered. Like, they didn't cook it long enough. Yeah, and they, There's a picture of it on my Twitter feed. If you follow me on Twitter, scroll down until you can find the Pizza <laughs> Hut pizza because it is gross. Anyways, we got to move on from Pizza Hut. Um, it's interesting that you bring up, uh, Jackie, about, like, the birthday things because, you know, I, I didn't even realize it, uh, like, the repercussions be- of coronavirus because you don't think about it. You're just shelter in place, shelter in place, shelter in place. But, like, these things do trickle down, these days that are important. And I'm going to depress the fuck out of everybody right here. But think about the funerals. Yeah, I will. Fuck you. My, my brother just canceled his wedding. Oh, your brother did cancel the wedding? No. He's got to cancel the wedding because they shut the place down up at uh, Stanley. Right, right. Yeah, If for those of us, for those of you out of state, uh, which is pretty much everybody, I mean, the, the amount of people that listen to this podcast in Idaho is really strangely, basically none compared to California, Illinois, Texas, and New York. Um, they don't like your dirty mouth. Yeah, yeah, I got a filthy, damn, dirty, liberal mouth. Anyways, uh, uh, you're telling me we don't do good in the red states? No. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, Michigan. Oh, Michigan could be a toss-up. We'll see. Um, but uh, Stanley is this, like, very scenic place in Idaho that everybody loves to go camping at. Nobody can because it's booked out for, like, five years. But it's right in next, I mean, within proximity to Sun Valley, which is where all the rich people live, and is Idaho's, like, epicenter of coronavirus. Um, so, yeah, I, I Blaine County, Idaho, that's not good. But, yeah, the like, dude, like, I just, I saw somebody who had to go, had to, you know, well, lost somebody, and they couldn't go to the funeral. I mean, I could go worse than that. My aunt just died, and we didn't get to have a funeral. Well, yeah. Personal note. Well, yeah. You not don't... you're just reading it, Sam. I'm so sorry. Are you okay? Yeah, it's been a couple weeks now, but right. You don't. That's what I'm saying. Is you don't get to have a funeral. Like nobody does. There's no funeral. Do you think there's, there's no just... funerals? There's no. There's no anything. There's right no now. anything. Do you think they're just burning the bodies at this point? Like you don't get the option to be embalmed and. Why would they do that? Uh, because you could have died from coronavirus. They would know if you died from coronavirus. And then they're like, no, burn them all. And then they just all stick them in a hot oven like they do dogs. And, um, you know, you get some ashes back. It might be your dog. It might be your cat. You don't know. <laughs> There's a cat fang in there, but your I... dog was named Fido. And you're like, well, maybe. I mean, that's assuming that you're shifting through the ashes. Why would you do sure. That's terrible. <laughs> No, you got to get the good stuff off the people before you burn them. Right. That's true. Uh, yeah. All those gold I don't fillers. know. I mean, yeah. I, I thought that the bulk of society at this point opts in for cremation. Like on the back of my driver's license, it says, take the organs that still work. It ain't going to be the liver. Right. Uh, and burn the rest of it. Let's face it. Probably not the lungs. The brain's pretty bad, too. Well, you can't do a brain transplant because then I would just be in somebody else's body. That, that would be, be weird. Yeah. The man with two brains was Steve Martin. Come on, man. 
I don't know. I wouldn't want my brain donated to anything other than scientific experiments because if I had to wake up in somebody else's body and they were just fucking gross, like maybe they haven't. I'm not saying like fat or anything. Uh-huh. What I'm saying is like they haven't bathed in five days and they have Which really bad currently. personal hygiene. Which is you currently. And, you know, they've let their teeth rot out and they're a meth head. And you're like, well, oh, okay, son of a part. bitch. Yeah. Or you could be, like, brain transplanted into Donald Trump's body. Oh, fuck, no. Mm. Oh, God, no. Mm. The first thing See, I would do point, is be like, just just uh, give me a heart attack. At that point, it's a body donor and not a brain donor. <laughs> <laughs> and I just don't feel like Donald Trump's a very good body donor. <laughs> like He's an I even worse body donor. I kind of have a pretty good idea of what a body donor would look like. Right. And it's not him. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think anybody would take his face for like a face off type of thing? Oh, you could you could fuck up some shit. I mean, like, like we could we could have an entire uh, great superpower debate by stealing Donald Trump's face. You could fuck up some shit or you could actually make things better. <laughs> but no, you would be stuck with that face for the rest of your life. Oh, man. But I'll you wouldn't have team. any of Donald Trump's money. Right. Or his political power, you would just be in some bunfuck town right. with Donald Trump's face. Right. Yeah, that you could put on the biggest swindle that you thought the history would ever see, and then everybody's like, you know, he's turning a new leaf. This has been a really good day in the White House. <laughs> right. <laughs> he only pulled off one people. swindle. I would fire everybody immediately. Speaking of politics, uh, let's shift gears here again. Uh, we don't. I mean, we dabble a little bit. Mostly it's snark towards Donald Trump. But uh, I do want to bring up that uh, Joe Biden is the uh, number one candidate. Bernie Sanders has Bernie quit today. Out? Yep. Bernie Sanders is out. Uh, so there's the only people that are left are people that are in the Green Party who will uh, steal about 10,000 votes and uh, screw the entire thing up and Donald Trump will be president again. Um, Sam, how you feeling about Joe Bye-bye? I still don't like JoJo bye-bye. Okay. Okay. What's your reasoning? I know that Corn Pop was a bad dude. I know that. <laughs> I understand. It's it. Corn Pop's fault. It's not Joe's fault. <laughs> we just bought a box of Corn Pops, and they are delicious. Well, that's not Joe Biden's fault either. <laughs> Wait, I think I'm missing something. Yeah, you're missing something, but uh, go I ahead. I think my whole thing is, is that I am fortunate right now uh psychologically because i know that our electoral votes are going to trump so i don't have to get into this sort of real conundrum i'm allowed to go out and look for a third party candidate again i'm not going to find one you're not going to find one i'm not going to find one there has been a ralph nader in a while yeah there's been no ralph nader but i will i i do want to you make an interesting point and i do know that there's a lot of people that live in red states that are uh you know not necessarily diehard liberals but progressively minded and uh, the thing about voting third party, even in a year that uh, there's no hope, say, say it's Reagan or say it's uh, Barack Obama or yeah, let's do the reverse. Let's say it's Barack Obama uh, and, and uh, you think he wasn't born here because you're a fucking dipshit. But um, what happens when you vote uh, for a, uh, a third party or a protest vote? And I've told Sam this before. Apparently, he sure. doesn't believe me. Is no, what you do voter. is every single vote that is not against the guy who won that you hate gives that person more power. Everybody in that party 
whether it's the GOP or the Democratic Party, looks at their their total numbers of the people that voted for him and says, okay, this guy's got, he's way ahead. We've got to lock on it for next time. We can do whatever the fuck we want. So do not, if you, if, if, there is repercussions even if you live in a state where your vote doesn't quote unquote matter, thanks to the Electoral College, there is still repercussions. And uh, uh, it, to me, it's a selfish vote. But that that's just me. Uh, Sam, rebuttal. Blue. Rebuttal. I have been voting against the two-party system as long as I can vote, and I'm not going to fucking stop. Right. Because the argument is with if we if we had open-party systems, nothing would get done. And my response to that is, oh, the two-party system is getting things done. Oh. And to that, I would retort uh, the uh, ACA, the ERA, uh, the Civil Rights Act, uh, even fucking, uh, we were watching Jeopardy the other night and uh, Cash for Clunkers came up. And I was like, oh yeah, Cash, cash for, for Goddamn clunkers. clunkers. That was our federal government who did that. Nice. They, they would have done that if there would have been five parties. <laughs> I would like to see uh, the government go in for cash for gasoline. Cars. Cash for uh, junkers, which is like, you know. No, not your, your not butt. junkers, because like, we don't have a junk, junker. Like junk in the trunk. Like No, I'm, yeah, I'm driving a Lincoln. lady. I like that ass. Oh, well, wait. No, they already have I, that. I would get that, too. Yeah. But. Um, <laughs> it's a dollar. <laughs> fuck you. No, no, no. I It'd be like... at least five. <laughs> fuck you. My money's your money, so it's like, here's your own dollars for your butt. <laughs> yeah. Um. Anyway. So I would like to see them give um, money to people who want to switch into a hybrid car yeah. and, and make they, it big enough so that people um, will consider going right. into a hybrid car without yeah. the tax benefit okay. on top of the tax okay. benefit. All so, right. hey, you're going to trade in your car. Your car is worth X amount of dollars, but with the federal government incentive, we'll give you maybe $5,000 more. Are, and then on your taxes, you can go ahead and claim another $5,000. So... Fuck you, Justin. What a great idea. If only somebody had thought of it before you. Maybe that guy's name was fucking Barack Obama, Jackie. <laughs> Why don't we own a hybrid then, fucktard? Because the, the, it still is way too expensive to own a fucking hybrid. Like, because nobody wants to own yeah, a fucking Prius. Well, yeah. And they're like, oh, Prius no. Is Our options yeah, but, are good. But they have better options these days. Do they? And Jeep has an, elect an electric car. It's a Jeep. I like Jeep and uh, Ford has a bunch of hybrid and electric cars. I, there's there's options out there. And the uh, MI3, I think, is what it's called by BMW. BM, yeah. Um, is an awesome fucking looking yeah, futuristic only car. had $80,000. Sam, take over. I would say uh, the country is getting populated enough that we now need to look at public transit more right. than these stupid cars. Agreed. You goddamn cavemen. Yeah. So speaking of which, I was looking at, uh, I got an email today from Boise State University uh, from their uh, conservation department, and they were looking at uh, the way that people uh, transport themselves onto campus, and they're looking for more energy efficient ways and ways to reduce their carbon footprint as a university for people um, uh, based off of their driving and uh, transportation Things that they do like transportation habits yeah did you respond and tell them that you do like to flick your bean on the way to work in the car <laughs> <laughs> fuck you sam i said i drive myself in a single vehicle car and a pay an ass load for parking 
and then you flick your bean in the parking garage. I believe that that's not something from the future, Sam. Uh, they've had that on the New York subway for about 35 years. Yeah, they're not going to let me do that in the parking garage because they have cameras everywhere. This is what I did not realize about universities and, until I started working for one. And I was actually on campus because the other uh, colleges that I've worked for, I was always in an offsite. And what I've realized about the, the campus that I work for now is that they've got fucking cameras everywhere. You can't even pick your ass without them seeing it because they are so concerned about the safety of the university community. And I think that that is great, but it has stopped me from picking my ass. Yeah, right, right, <laughs> yeah. Cameras everywhere is bad for... Like, oh, no. Yeah. Uh, Let's move on. Sam, we've got a streaming... Do- well, it's not a streaming do's and don't, but we've got a movie to fucking talk about this week. Oh, yeah. We checked off a big one. A very big one that... Uh, that you and I have been working on for about seven years when we found out a long time ago that Jackie had never seen the uh, the masterpiece, the um, the uh, the uh, the Venus de Milo of comedy uh-huh. films. Um, the you're just building it up too Would much. You Get say on with that it. This comedy has a plethora of jokes. <laughs> a pleth a plethora. <laughs> a plethora. <laughs> she finally saw the three amigos that we got on Amazon. Right now, you could buy the three amigos on DVD for three ninety nine, which is like the lowest price I've ever seen any movie on Amazon. It's yeah. amazing. Uh, Jackie, I'm gonna let you take over here uh, on your initial reactions as a forty year old person. Uh, Don't reveal my age, Butlick. Fuck it. I'm 30. (laughs) Fuck you. 33. That's the joke in Three Amigos. (laughs) (laughs) How old are you today? 33. 33 years old. Uh, uh, Three Amigos. Um, That's not how that You you couldn't see it, but I crossed my arms across my chest and then uh, thrust my hips out for emphasis. I, you're right. I, you, you two. I have never seen this, and uh, I laughed my fucking ass off. I thought it was hilarious, and it, the the timing on it is perfect. And it, even the um, ancillary is that right, Sam? Ancillary. Sure. Just, Why are you asking him? Because he <laughs> is the movie guy, and you are not. Ans- he's the. I'm not. He's the not the word guy. <laughs> How are none of us? The surrounding (laughs) characters. Sam said I was right. Ancillary characters. um, Even they are great in this Mm -hmm. movie. Everybody is is kind of bringing their A game. And there's just not a moment that is not well-timed. And, oh, my God, I laughed so hard. I, I just did. Especially when they're having the bad guy's birthday party. Speaking of which, it's my birthday. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We got um, yeah. <laughs> I'm alone. Can, can we talk about El Guapo's birthday, please? Yeah. El Guapo's birthday. El Guapo's had, had a much multiple pinatas yeah. and things flying around. Hey, Jackie, how many pinatas do you have? None. Yeah, I don't yeah. even have a goddamn birthday cake because my right. husband doesn't even love me. Right. Right. He tried to make a shrimp. Yeah. Fuck him. Nobody likes shrimp on their birthday. They all want tacos. <laughs> Like El Guapo. <laughs> like El Guapo. 
I'm an El Guapo kind of gal. I need tacos with some cheese and some sour cream. But the movie is super funny, and it, it, at no point does... Uh, I know a lot of the times when we look back on films, they are socially or inept. But this one was just funny all the way through. And I loved the Three Amigos costumes with all the rhinestones and how they had to get out of bed to do the movie shoot. Right. Uh, oh, yeah, we're going to... We're going to have this thing with these people that live over there and they run around on their horses and shoot guns and everybody's the first time it works. And the second time they're like, what the hell are these guys doing? And I'm like, oh, my God, this is hilarious. I like these guys. Kill just one of them. Effie, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hold up your hat. Hire. <laughs> uh, yeah, when we were growing up, Sam and I probably bonded more about the knowledge, the three amigos that we had. My my big thing of quoting was SNL, but uh, uh, I I loved the three amigos, and that was that was probably our moment. Sam was when we both realized how much we knew about that movie. About the th- how many times I've actually seen that? I don't even know how many times I've seen the three amigos. The thing that stands out to me most about that film is that it's about ten years removed from. The Mel Brooks formula of which actually probably goes back to Sid Caesar of just put as many jokes as you can in. Oh, I would say that that goes all the way back to the producers. The the, the similarity between the three amigos and the producers is which is Mel Brooks. And and also, obviously, uh, uh, Blazing Saddles with the, the, you know, the the end, which is basically just the end from Severn Samurai. But, you know, whatever. Yeah. What I'm saying is that. Mel Brooks was the one that jammed that many jokes into everything. Mm -hmm. And Sid Caesar probably taught him how to do it. Right. And this thing has that repeat viewing because there's that many jokes. There's so many jokes that you can see it 10 times and then finally like, wait, that's a joke. And I just got it. Oh, I I had the exact, I got a new one this time. The, what I was just thinking about is that it's not even a joke. It's like a joke in its conundrum is when Steve Martin says, I'll fill you so full of lead you'll be using your dick for a pencil, which is really, there's nothing left to mystery there. No. But then El Guapo says, what does that mean? And you're like, but there's nothing left to mystery. And then Steve Martin says, I don't know. I don't know. I got that. I picked that one up too. And I was like, that's nice because I'll fill you so full of lead you'll use your dick as a pencil. It's a very kind of conventional, like, I'll kick your nuts up so hard you'll yeah. be... That's pretty stupid. <laughs> yeah. How does that even work? You're like, wait, what? I don't know either. I just heard it one time. Like, really, guys? <laughs> really? My my pickup this time uh, that I caught is at the very end. Uh, they've you know done their thing. They've they've won the day, and uh, the lady who brings them in to uh, Santa Poco. Um, I can't remember her character's name or the actress's name, unfortunately. Uh, Nia Peebles. No, that wasn't Nia Peebles. Oh, wait. The one that brings him to Santa Poco is Nia Peebles. No way. Yeah, way. Get the right out of town. Okay. No, nope, uh, that's her. Um, So she, so he, uh, Steve Martin shambles up to her and, you know, they've again won the day and he's a hero, you know, and the hero can never just like settle down. He's got to go do more heroing things. And he looks at her and says, someday I'll come back and she goes why 
Like, you know, without all the tropes of, of movies, you wouldn't pick up on, like, you'd be like, what the hell is this lady doing? Like, of course she's going to come back for you. But she's like, why? <laughs> oh, man, yeah, I loved that. Well, it's because they made them, all three of them sleep in the same bed. Right. Yeah, this place <laughs> sucks, dude. Don't come back here. Oh, you meant for, oh. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, uh, three news from us. I'm assuming. Absolutely. No, Absolutely. It's one of my favorite movies ever. Yeah. I, Sam. Also, uh, I, I have to mention the mail plane joke, though. Oh, no. The reason is, is because I didn't get it until I was like 10 or something. And by <laughs> that point, Chevy Chase. I had already seen it like 40 times. And I was like, little balls. Oh, it's a mail. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, both uh, Dusty Bottoms and uh, Lucky Day don't get it either. But fucking Ned Needlander sure gets oh, yeah. the shit out of it. Sure gets it. the shit out of it. Uh, and then I think that the, the singing bush is one of the greatest jokes oh, ever. I agree. Because it takes forever for him to walk up to this bush that is singing the entire time. Then they take a long pause. It's not a beat. It's a long pause. And finally, excuse me, are you the singing bush? Uh, no, I am not. I am uh, Frank. <laughs> Well, they'll be coming around the mountain. (laughs) I am Frank the Bush. I am obviously not the singing bush, you fucking idiots. (laughs) They can't even tell him that because it's too busy singing. It's too busy being the singing bush. Oh, great. You shot the invisible swordsman. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I loved it. Uh, It's great. It's fantastic. Sam, you've got uh, a Sam Takes On this week. What you got for us? This week on Sando Takes On, Sando Takes On Dirty Butts. <laughs> oh. Oh, I know that where this is going. Uh, if uh, you need uh, some uh, uh, clarification, uh, rewind and check out Corona So number, t- number one. <laughs> yeah, it came. The it bidet. Came. <laughs> the bidet. The hand one bidet came. And the reviews all said, you know, your butt's never going to be so clean. And I'm like, oh, come on. These are all just pumped up. Affiliate link crap. Mm-hmm. No, literally, you never had a cleaner butt in your life. <laughs> uh, Can you move thing. it around a little bit no. to let, get? Let, could, let him give the whole thing. You could eat out of my butt. You could toss my salad with tossed salad. If only you could move to Japan right now, Sam, and put food on your body. Uh, yeah. Rich guys would probably do that. I have what it takes to turn over and make it a fruit bowl. Yeah, right on. Ah. Uh, this is all a lie. Okay. <laughs> so it doesn't wash off your butthole? I hooked it up, and it sprayed leaks everywhere. Then I used a plumber's <laughs> tape. <laughs> then I used a plumber's tape to actually get it to work right. Uh-huh. Which took some extra, more than one would think. Like, it didn't seal up very good at all. It was a ton of plumber's tape. <laughs> and uh, I actually had to pack. It was, if I wasn't so good at, uh, you know, handyman do-it-yourself plumbing, I wouldn't have been able to get the thing to not shoot water everywhere. So I finally get it to where it's not leaking. It's on. Everything's great. And I turned it on, and I just wanted to spray it in the toilet to see what the pressure was like, and it sprayed in the toilet so hard that the toilet water sprayed back all over my Oh, goddammit! Oh! <laughs> Goddamn, I hope it was clean! That's gross! 
<laughs> and right after that happens, Sandra walks around the corner and I just got water all over and she just goes, <laughs> and she doesn't say anything. And I'm just like, it doesn't work. We gotta send it back. <laughs> Apparently it works really good. Just not. No. Let's just say I was able to make it past the testing phase and I didn't already get toilet water on my face. Uh-huh, uh-huh. The first time that I actually used it to spray on my butt, I would have got shit all over the walls, all over the toilet, <laughs> and probably on my face. Oh, my God. And it would have been like, how clean is your butt? It's super clean, but I have poop on my face now. <laughs> Hand me some toilet paper. Oh, gross. <laughs> For my face. So what you're saying is don't do it? Don't buy the hand wand bidet off of Amazon. <laughs> you know, I wasn't going to. <laughs> Hard pass. Um, all right. Well, next week, uh, Sam will have a review on the three seashells because God damn it. Where the fuck are my three seashells? I think that's probably what it was. was a bidet. The three seashells. I don't know, but. Right, left and on. I don't know if we thought. <laughs> We've talked about so much on this podcast that sometimes, you know, I, I'm I'm sitting there on the cans most of the time, actually. And I'm thinking about, did we talk about that? Did we talk about what about if we talked about this? And so I might have talked about this before. But, dude, to- wiping your ass is bullshit. Like, it's fucking bull. How are we, like, better than cavemen? Like, I mean, they also wiped their ass. They just didn't have paper but I'm pretty sure that their ass wiping experience was just as shitty. And, and I'm not being like, like punny. I'm saying like, it sucks wiping your butt. It doesn't work. In uh, caveman terms, they just had leaves. Right? So they would have to leave them there. Whereas oh. our current but system about- takes your teepee away. So they left dumps and we take them. That's However, right. Uh-huh. Because of rubbing dirt in it in a wound and actually seeing how well that actually fucking works. Uh, or on when you get tar on your hands or something like that. Sure. If you were wiping your ass with dirt, it wouldn't be fun, but your butt would actually probably be a little bit cleaner. Maybe. Like, yeah, like sandpaper. Just get this, like, fuck. It's insane that we haven't... Like, screw the mousetrap, dude. Don't come up with a better mousetrap. The mousetrap works fine. Come up with better toilet paper. Toilet paper sucks so it's bad. It's gotta be like a face hugger from alien that yeah. has the bidet inside that. Mm-hmm. Then you can get all the pressure you want and it's right. all going to get washed out of there. The problem with what I was trying was that like, you could just tell instantly that it's going somewhere. It's not going to be on my butt anymore, but it's also not going to be in the toilet. Right. Yeah. Mm. yeah, dude. I fuck. I hate wiping my butt. It's, it's insane. I, what the hell? 2020. We're like, on the verge of possibly exploring space and not because of space force, but but like we've got some pretty good ideas like the solar sail, the, uh, the ion engine, Mm -hmm. but I think, yeah, but we can't fucking get anything better than like I watched the dogs take shits and they're good at it. They are so good at pooping. It's insane. And their butts are covered in hair. Like, and yes, I've got a hairy butt, but not like a dog's ass. And they just, it just comes right out. It just shoots right out of there. They're good to go. Yet I've got poop constantly stuck to my butt. What the hell? Maybe it's a ring endorsement that everyone that's a human needs more fiber so they can just poop cleanly. Well, yeah, but then I'd have to drink less. That's not going to happen. 
Uh, do we have any listener feedback? Maybe uh, for Jackie? No, not today, unfortunately. Uh, God damn it, you uh, fuckers. You fuckers tune in and you write me nice emails. No, they refuse. Um, no, they don't. We do- Listen, I live off of your generosity with comments towards Princess Jackie. And it is my birthday. So when we come back again for our regular episode, I would like to see some adoration. Mm. If not, I'm going to be a plain Jane with a bleached butthole that right. does not talk to you guys. A plain Jane with a bleached butthole. I don't know if you become a... That's somebody who's going on vacation on the beach. Right, but a plain... But, you can't be plain and have a bleached butthole. That's just... It's contradictory. Nope, you don't get a haircut. You just get a butthole bleach. But the plain Jane part was that you get on a plane first. Oh. Yeah. P-L-A-N-E Jane. It was a male plane. Didn't you see its little balls? Ah, it's little balls. Okay, we do have some listener feedback this week. Uh, it's a little, hey, you're wrong, idiot. And this goes out to both Sam and Justin. Who Fuck you guys. Both wrong idiots. This is all. This is a, a comment on our website, stinkermadness.com. If you've never been there, uh, you should go there. Uh, where you can comment on episodes and tell us uh, directly which episode you're telling us we're wrong about. But this goes all the way back to Angel's Brigade slash Revenge, Ah. uh, where we discussed what the first PG-13 movie was. Sam, do you remember that conversation? I do, but I don't remember what movie it was. Well, Well, you and I said it was Temple of Doom. Because of the grodiness that uh, uh, they had to, the MPA had to make a new category for really? specifically for that. Now I now I don't remember that because I don't yeah. know if I would have agreed. Did I say that or did I agree to you? Uh, I don't know. We both we both said it. We both. How about it. that? You're we both, both losers. Yeah, we're both losers, dude. Yeah, I'm I'm taking you down with me. <laughs> <laughs> but clarification from listener. Victor F., uh, who said Red Dawn was the first PG-13 film. Is that, did we, did you substantiate that claim? I did. So what happened was the Temple of Doom came out and the MPAA said, oh, hell no. You can't be having that shit. I, I don't know why I'm being sassy right now. Um, Hell no. Yeah. uh, No, you can't do that anymore. That's too grody and stuff. So we need a new classification. So Temple of Doom was already out. And therefore, the MPAA made the the PG-13 rating. And then Red Dawn was the very first movie that falled into that. So, And then many years later, Jurassic Park somehow gets to be PG. uh, Yeah, right. And so do all the Star Wars. Well, it's because they had the song, Sam. It's the dinosaurs. It's, it's not. It's the it has nothing to do with dinosaurs. It's the dinosaurs. I give you both a rating of F on that. <laughs> Me and Sam fucking rock. Uh, I'm pressing F on my keyboard to pay you respects. <clears throat> I still haven't gotten back my vibrato or my soprano from being ill a couple weeks ago. So Right. Uh, <clears throat> did you have COVID-19? Yes, he did. Nobody knows because you can't get tested until you're like deathbed sick. Right. All right. Fine. Next up, uh, we've got uh, a topic to have. Uh, all three of us have now seen both of these movies. Uh, we 
We want to. Stop that. No. <laughs> it's, not, it's not that exciting. It's just. Go, Sam. Well, I have to go back to wrong idiot because every time we do that, I have to. I remember when I was wrong and I forgot to call myself out. So I'm going to call myself out on the episode of uh, Firecracker. Okay. Because I kept making allusions to this is where they copy. And I already knew this. I already knew this and I looked it up and I forgot it anyway. It's the weird thing that I forgot to mention about Firecracker seeming like it's copying Kickboxer. Uh-huh. It came out nine years before Kickboxer. Wow. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Way to so catch I it, was, Sam. Yeah, there you go. Well, I still say it copied it because, you know, that's what Darby Hinton does. <laughs> he had a time machine. It was not a DeLorean. It was a Fiero. <laughs> the only person on Darby Hinton's time machine hit list is Darby Hinton. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <clears throat> so, uh, Jackie and I took part in a couple movies currently streaming on Amazon Prime this week starring Burt Reynolds. First, White Lightning, followed by Gator. We want to talk about the character Gator McCluskey. Sam, you, got, you did the duology. Yeah, we did the I duology. I haven't seen White Lightning or Gator since I was probably 20. Yeah, I was about the same point, maybe 25 when I saw Gator. I'd never seen White Lightning before uh, this week. So, uh, Jackie, let's start with you on, on both of them. I really liked um, White Lightning. A little bit better. Really? It, it, there yeah. was more going on. You mm. can kind of understand the plot. I can argue that. Whereas uh, the second one. Okay, now I It do, was a little loosey-goosey. I do have to preface, preface to the listeners that Jackie, uh, during all of Gator, she paid attention to White Lightning. But before Gator even started, she had uh, decided to, she was going to build her uh, Legos... Uh, Castle Grayskull instead of actually watching the movie. So she paid about none attention to Gator. Ah, Did not matter. White Lightning Fun. was better. White Lightning. She's, uh, she's on, on her I'm way. I'm also drinking a lot of White Russians. Yeah, White nice. Russians. <laughs> I think, and this could be another You're Wrong Idiot for later, but I'm pretty sure Gator is Burt Reynolds' first directorial effort. It absolutely is. Uh, I, I right. checked that. Well, Hal Needham also got a director's credit in uh, in both. In both. Mm -hmm. But you can totally tell that he's doing it. I mean, there's there's some speedboat scenes in the second one that, yep, that is not Burt Reynolds. That is a guy in a blonde wig and or has really terrible blonde hair. That's a guy that looks just like Hal Needham (laughs) on that boat. They lived together for 11 years. Right. 11 well, years. In because fact, they one of the were main inspirations. No, because they liked each other that much, and it was just easier for Burt Reynolds to have Hal Needham as his man. And uh, <laughs> Wait, whose man was who? <laughs> exactly. That's weird because, you know, Hal Needham did have the throne made of all that cash. Right. Uh, but the main inspiration for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood was their relationship. Yeah. Hmm. That's really interesting. I didn't I didn't realize that. But I mean, I it guess all if comes I was back to bad movies, Jackie. I guess if I was going to be a a famous Hollywood person and I had a stunt double, they would have to be fat with brown hair. Mm-hmm. Uh thank God. Uh you know, there are not a lot of those. So and, it'd be like, and, 
You know, in all those stunt scenes, she was really thin. And good at at falling mm -hmm. downstairs. They would have to be able to fall downstairs very well. And when I say they lived together for 11 years, Burt Reynolds had a mansion with a pool house that is bigger than most people's houses, and Hal Needham lived in the pool house. Right. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I want to go on this next. Uh, Sam will will end up with you lastly. So the thing about uh, both of these movies is, yeah, like Jackie was saying, is that Hal Needham was second unit director on uh, both of them. What I want to comment on first is on White Lightning. Sam, did you know that uh, Hal was got seriously fucked up in White Lightning? There was a stunt I did not he, know that. Yeah, there was a stunt that he drove. If anybody's seen White Lightning, there's a sequence where uh, Gators uh, getting away from the cops. Weird. And uh, the only way he can do that is by jumping his uh, Plymouth over a berm and onto a barge that's sailing away. Well, it's Hal Needham that's doing the the stunt work. <clears throat> Hauling ass, jumps over this berm, misses the barge, and barely smashes up against it. If you if you remember the scene in White Lightning, the car that 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 Bert climbs out of is yeah. barely on the barge. He hit that thing square in the middle of the car oh. in, the, in the dead center, and just jammed himself really hard about it fell out of it into the water and Burt Reynolds actually had to go and swim out there and uh, uh, carry him back to land um, to keep him from drowning. Uh, yeah. So Burt Reynolds has saved Hal Needham's life. Hal Which, Needham falls out and people are like, oh my God, but then Burt Reynolds is already diving, screaming, that's my man! Right, exactly. Which is pretty fucking cool. Those uh, guys were like super besties. Yeah, which is a cool. It's it's all a cool. It's all a good read if you can find the the, the bits and pieces of it, right? The thing that I glommed onto most about watching these back to back was that is does Gator McCluskey exist or does the Bandit exist? Because these, I believe, are both prequels to the Bandit movies. Like, there's no dissemination from the way that both of these are made, except for maybe White Lightning to a degree, and I'll get to that in a second. But if you like uh, Smoking the Bandit, then the Bandit, this is the prequels for both of them. They just took place or were shot before Smoking the Bandit. But my question to you, Sam, is... Sure. Who the fuck is Gator McCluskey? I don't know. Because in the first one... Gator McCluskey is this really kind of like angry uh, 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 convict. He's a convict. He's not a felon, but he, he's been in the pen for a while. Uh, same with the second one, which we don't delve into. At all. Uh, correction. They say in the first one that he is in federal prison. Okay. Yeah. There you go. Um, he's sullen. He's angry. Uh, he doesn't like the system. He doesn't like the man. And then the man, uh, spoiler alert, but it happens in the first scene of the movie, the man kills his brother. And so the entire uh, movie White Lightning is about him supposedly getting revenge against Ned Beatty's character. Yes, Ned Beatty is also in these movies. What the fuck? Um, But then in the second one, in Gator, he's silly, goofy, goofy. charming uh pretty happy and just being loosey-goosey with that gear shifter and uh you know jumping over shit 
Like, why the disparaging, disparaging difference between who Gator McCluskey is? Because Burt Reynolds directed the second one. Indeed. And there's a point where Hal and Burt get to go out on their own. And that's the point where Burt Reynolds, the lines have blurred all the way. You're not watching characters anymore. You're watching Burt Reynolds. Yeah. 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 And I'm going to do this. That day. <laughs> And I love it because if you read about his life outside, like, oh, Ned Beatty's in this again. Oh, Dom DeLuise is in this again. Oh, Hal Needham's involved again. I'm sure he did bad things. I'm sure that he's as, you know, uh, much of a carouser as Pete Rose was, something like that. But it seemed like he was, yeah, he wasn't that bad. No, no, Burt was was actually supposedly what I've read is Burt was a gentleman. Not, yeah, not the seventies version of a gentleman, but his but his wife, right? Right. But in terms of if he's your friend, he's apparently just this genuine dude, and then he just became a little too genuine with the camera, and the box office didn't love that after Smokey and the Bandit so much, right? Because I think the end of it's Sharky's Machine, and uh, he's being genuine, and he's genuinely depressed. Yeah. Right. Right. So, where are you at, Sam? White Lightning versus uh, Gator. Uh, White Lightning is a better movie, but Gator's more fun. Mm, I don't know about that, dude. Jackie was saying that the plot was more consistent in uh, White Lightning. I could not begin to tell you what the fuck happens in that movie. I also can't really give you an opinion because it's been 20 years since I've seen them. Yeah, well, maybe we'll revisit those on uh, Stinker Madness. I'm going to give a do if you're a Burt Reynolds fan to White Lightning. I'm going to give a double do if you're a fan of Stinker Madness to Gator because it is fucking awesome. Jackie? I'm going to give a do to both of them. Okay. They were both really fun. They're they're slightly different, but um, still a really good time for both. The stunts are fucking crazy in Gator, like almost more than Smokey and the Bandit too. Actually, might be more. Like Hal Needham almost kills himself again in this one stunt where Gator McCluskey is riding on the back of a truck, and and the truck jumps over a berm, and Gator jumps off the truck as the truck is crazy. It's fucking nuts. Sam, what do you think off the off of your memory? Off my memory, as I said, Gator's more fun. Right, but you're gonna I give a dude that- to both. I really, even though, as you're saying, and I kind of remember, maybe it is a little scattered that they're not really the same character. And that's probably why Gators on all these lists and White Lightning isn't because most people are like, you don't really need to watch White Lightning. You can just watch Gator. Yeah, you can watch. I I have always felt like you had. And I think I told you this about seven years ago. I was like, man, you got to watch White Lightning first. And I don't know why that is. There's a couple sequences in White Lightning that are very like set up the entire decade as far as revenge films, uh, as far as American revenge films. Obviously, the Japanese were doing revenge films during the entire 60s. That's all they did. Uh, But uh, but, uh, I don't know. I think I'm going to give you a do, Sam. It's on Prime. Watch them both. Check them both out and uh, come back to us uh, when you can. We're going to move on from Gator McCluskey, uh, and I've got a something we've never done before. I guess a, it's not a I've never, but a, would you rather? I don't know what, what this category is. But because it's the end of the world, and we're all going to die, horrible, painful deaths, and nobody's coming to our funerals, uh, 
we're going to pretend it's the apocalypse. And because we're uh, Justin, Sam, and Jaggy, we're all a bunch of fucking drunks. I want you to be stuck on a deserted island and you've got one drink to choose that you can drink and you've got unlimited amounts of this drink, but it's only that one drink, no other drinks at all. It must contain alcohol. If it's a beer, it must be a brand and particular uh, uh vintage not vintage but like it can't be just like all of the Budweiser beers it's got to be one particular Budweiser beer uh if it's wine it's one grape uh of wine and if it's booze it's a it's a cocktail so let's start with uh let's start with Jackie oh god I'm gonna go with white Russian I'm I figured you'd say that now I gotta remind you that's a lot of milk that you are drinking. The island is going to provide it, and no, no, I don't no, have no. to worry it, about no, it. No, you don't have to worry it's about where- It's coconut milk. It's whatever. You don't have to worry about where the product comes from. I'm worried about what it's going to do to your body. That is a ton of milk. You are never going to shit right. It doesn't matter. I'm on a deserted island alone. Or she gets some extra nutrition. Like from all the boozy milk? I don't know if that's how white Russians work. <laughs> There's still something in the milk, right? Because that's the problem is being on a deserted island with only a bottomless beverage. How long are you going to make it? Well, you're going to drink, drink water, to too. A, you just are it, you going to? Well, right. <laughs> are you going to? I haven't since coronavirus came out. I, it's, that's the thing, I put the, vodka in my coffee and I, I haven't stopped drinking at all. Her choice is actually going to make her last longer than most likely our choices. Yeah. Okay. All right. So white Russians, Jackie, you, you feel good about that. I do. Okay. Sammy, where are you at? Especial on the beach. Every oh, day yeah. Till yeah. I die, apparently. Which one? Uh, Modelo Especial. Oh, wait. No, there's Modelo. Okay. So not Modelo in one. general, but Modelo Especial. Especial, yeah. Lime or no lime? I never have drank lime in it. I just drink it. I like it. Yeah. Yeah, that's, oh man, that's a really good call, dude. I mean, that's a safe, nice pick that you could actually do. I don't think Jackie, I think Jackie's puking constantly. Uh, it doesn't matter. I will have a lot of pineapple leaves to use, uh, wash my ass with. <laughs> like the cavemen. Uh, and it probably works better than Sam's. Uh, I'm going to go with, uh, I'm going to go with Bloody Marys, believe it or not. Like, I think I could drink Bloody Marys all the time. I love fucking Bloody Marys so much. It kind of scares me how much I like them. Yeah, they're very good. Could you think you could drink? I, I can drink Modelo all the time. I mean, that's a good call. I could not drink White Russians all the time. There's too much milk, dude. That's. You're going to have bad, you're going to have bad days. Plus all the, like the, the, like imagine the salt water coming up into your nose all the, all the time. And then you're mixing that with Bloody Mary. That sounds terrible. You don't see people on beaches drinking or uh, white Russians. I'm sorry for insulting my own drink. You don't see people on beaches drinking white Russians. You see them drinking those bullshit giant drinks. You don't see him drinking Bloody Marys either. You see him drinking a special. Yeah, but I shit see with the fucking little umbrellas. 
Well, there you go. It's not a blue drink. It's a red drink. Yeah. All right. Uh, fans, tell us what your favorite would be. <laughs> I guess it's a one-word sentence, and it's not going to fill that much material. But uh, last but not least on this episode, uh, Sam, you've got uh, some things you want to talk about as far as a particular show on Amazon Prime starring a very uh, independent woman. Very talented writer as well. And a very talented writer. It's very hard to maintain a 100% on Rotten Tomatoes for Mm. almost a year. Right. If you want to see why a show can do that, just watch Fleabag. I don't want to say too much, but 100% for a year. No one who has watched this has given it a bad review. You're like, how is that possible? Watch the first season. You'll be very perplexed in the first couple episodes. You're like, oh, this is good, but I don't see why it's a hundred. When you get to the end of season one, you'll be like, oh, it is the best show I have seen in five years. I haven't watched season two yet, but the season one of Fleabag is up there with the best seasons of like uh, The Wire season three. Even though The Wire is doing a completely different thing, what Fleabag does is fucking amazing. I'm with you, Sam. I, I watched the first uh, season of Fleabag when it first came out, and I was just enthralled. I thought it was fucking amazing, and I... I put it on my watch list so that when the second season came out, I would be alerted. And the second season came out and I'm like, oh, I got to make some time for this. But I've watched some of the previews and I'm like, oh, I love the flea bag. She is such a dirtbag. But you love she her anyway. Isn't. She's she not. isn't. Yeah, she's that's not. the thing. And that's what makes the show special is because if it's mix of tragedy and comedy and when it decides to mix it and how it decides to mix it, it is fucking brilliant. Now, are you talking yes. are you talking tragedy and comedy in classical terms or just in modern bullshit podcasting terms? A little of both. Okay. Mostly modern bullshit uh, podcast mean- terms because comedy doesn't necessarily mean hilarity. It just means lighthearted, right? Uh, especially if you go back into Shakespearean and all that. But well, that's what I'm implying. Uh, exactly, but at the same time, like dipshit, <laughs> you. That's why I just said that it was more of a classic, not the classic, but the pop. You, you fucking derelict. Sorry, she's making you're me do it. You're a dick face, and you don't have any friends. Uh, anyway, he does, and I'm one of them. It sucks. Uh, anyway. Well, you used yeah, to be before coronavirus. Now you're just a, a little podcast bit, co-host. <laughs> yeah. I'm just some guy who pounds mics in his makeshift office. Right. Uh, there's a a classical sense of tragedy and comedy mix, which is what makes it that much better. But the evolution into modern tragedy and modern comedy is what makes it brilliant. Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought you had more. I was like, yes. No, like that was the Yes, that's thought. good. That, go go with that. And then all of a sudden your sentence ended and I'm left holding a bag going, now you say something smart, Justin, and I can't. Ah. <laughs> well, <laughs> the, well, the thing about Fleabag 
is that unless you watch Who it, are you, Joe Biden? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, the thing people. about it is, kids. <laughs> Fuck you. Your, was a bad I'm out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Take that dick. Okay, just one dick, not Sam. Also, please vote for Joe Biden. Um, go ahead, Jackie. Sorry. No, don't I don't want to count, now. Though. That thing sucks. The microphone? I just want to be done now. No. It's my birthday, and All I right. want to go she hang out. She wants to be done. Let's call it quits. Sam, uh, it's your pick next week, or next Monday. Uh, what? Where are we? Action International Pictures. <laughs> CEO David Winters directs this one himself. Rage to Kill, starring James Ryan, who is somebody that you've never heard of, but was a huge martial arts star in South Africa in the 80s. Okay. And then also Oliver Reed and Cameron Mitchell. Oh, Oliver Reed's back. I love oh, I love both of those guys. Uh, yep. Currently streaming on something? Prime. Okay. All right. Currently streaming on Amazon Prime. So Rage to Kill next week. I uh, hope you guys have a great week. Be safe out there. Still shelter in place. No matter what anybody says, uh, do not leave your house for the sake of your families uh, and get to the chopper.